welcome to part two of our series on crafting your story. I'm your host, Michael, and in this episode, we're going to talk about writing your first draft. This is by far the most daunting part of the process, or at least it was for me. This is where you take your story idea and stretch it into thousands, if not tens of thousands of words. This stage requires the most work, the most imagination, and the most perseverance to overcome. It can seem impossible, but I promise you that once you put pen to paper, it's not nearly as intimidating as it looks. There isn't much I have to say about the actual crafting of your story in this episode. That part is really up to you and what you're trying to achieve. Rather, I want to take you through some strategies that will help you complete the first draft of your story. If you ask 100 writers why the first draft is so tough, you'll get 100 different answers. To me, those reasons, whatever they may be, all stem from the same place, the blank page. Staring at the blank page can feel like death for a writer. Slow, creeping, riddled with fear, anxiety. When we look at it, we tend to fill it with all of our doubts about ourselves and our writing, rather than all the ideas and passions that brought us here. If you want to write professionally, or at least improve as a writer, you need to change the way you view the blank page. Don't treat it as a place of judgment. If we judged writers on their first drafts, no one would ever sell a book. Treat the page as a place of opportunity, a place where you can bring your ideas to life, no matter how crazy they might be. Your writing doesn't have to be polished here, and it doesn't even have to be pretty. Your goal in the first draft is just to complete the thing. Writers who stop and stare at the page, who let it get inside their heads and scramble their creative energy, will not get far in their careers. Good writers write. They write a lot. They write in varying shades of good, bad, great, ugly, and they accept this because they know that once they reach the revision stage, they can throw away the bad and improve upon the good. So until you reach the revision phase, don't be afraid to write things that you think may not be good or worse, may be thrown away later. I think a lot of writers, myself included, think that our precious writing time will be wasted on a scene that we aren't sure we want to keep. In reality, those throwaway scenes are some of the best ones. Those are the opportunities to discover the unexpected, to learn new things about your characters and settings that you otherwise wouldn't have. And if it doesn't make the final cut, who cares? Your goal as a writer is to write the best story possible. And the only way to do that is to open yourself up to the unknown, because that's often where your best ideas are waiting for you. So stop spending your time staring at the blank screen and start writing your story. All the best inspiration will come in the act of writing it. A lot of writers like to say that they're waiting for inspiration to strike, but that's just the kiss of death for a writer. Every time I ever said that I would wait for inspiration, it was just an excuse to procrastinate. It was only when I was actually writing out a scene that I was able to discover what I was looking for. So stop telling yourself that you'll do it later. Write it now. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's worth repeating. I have wasted too much time doing the exact things I'm telling you not to do now. If you procrastinate and wait, you will miss so many opportunities to grow as a writer. The reason I keep pushing this is because I believe with every writing session, the hardest part is getting those first few words on the page. Writers often get discouraged at the start and miss out on really capitalizing on their writing time. It takes time to snap into that groove where the words just churn out and you become engrossed in the scene, not even caring if what you're writing is complete vomit, and that's a good thing. Your goal as a writer should be to reach this threshold every time you sit down to write. This will help you improve faster and ensure that you're making the most of your precious writing time. Getting to that point can be a little different for each person, so I have a few tricks that might help you get there. The first trick I mentioned in my first episode, so I won't spend too much time on it here, but that's to build a writing routine. The more often you write, the easier it is to snap back into that groove and achieve what you were achieving in your previous sessions. 
With consistent practice, the internal editor will quiet down, and you'll easily be able to pick up where you left off in the manuscript. My second trick, which I didn't mention before, is to create a writing ritual. Now this is different from the writing routine. The writing ritual is something you do at the start of each session to really get yourself jazzed up to write. It's something that'll make you ditch the internal editor and just have fun with it. Everyone's gonna have a different ritual. It could be to exercise and get yourself pumped up, or maybe it's just reading a chapter of a good book to get you in that storytelling frame of mind. For me, I like to do things that take me back to the roots of why I write. My dream since childhood was to write a movie script, so the quickest way to get me excited about writing is to put on some soundtrack music. So whatever you want to write, find something that helps to get you excited. Remember that writing should be an exciting time. This is what you've been waiting all day to do. This is your passion. Embrace it. Geek out over it. Just don't spend too much time on the ritual itself. Spend just enough so that you get a good return on investment when you actually start writing. As you get more practiced, and if you stick to a healthy writing routine, you'll find you need the rituals less and less, and eventually you'll be able to step into that writer's mode without them. Once you hit that point, always keep that ritual in your pocket. I found it comes in handy when writer's block strikes. And there it is. You were probably waiting for me to mention writer's block. It's something that can strike at any point in your writing, but it's most likely going to happen during the first draft. I don't personally think it's as big a deal as people make it out to be. I think most times when people say they're experiencing it, they're really just not trying hard enough, but it does occur from time to time. Sometimes it's because you're unsure where to go with your story. Sometimes the story just gets so complex that you lose sight of what it was really about. Sometimes the spark just fades. I think after 50,000 words or so, that's a pretty understandable place to be. I don't have a remedy for it, but if I could make any recommendation, I would advise you not to walk away from the manuscript. A short break is fine if you want to take a walk, clear your head, that's a professional move right there, but if you think filing away the story and expecting inspiration to strike somewhere else will do the trick, it won't. And if by some miracle it does, it will probably be at the expense of a very long amount of time in which you could have been writing. I've always found the best way to overcome writer's block is to just face the page head on. Any uncertainty I've had in my stories, any scenes that weren't coming together, any problems that needed to be addressed, all these were resolved by typing away at them. To me, writer's block just means that you're uncertain where to go. And sometimes that's the best place to be. You've got to be lost to find places that can't be found. And that's where you'll discover things that will surprise both you and your readers. Just have confidence in yourself as a writer that you can solve the puzzle. It's your story, so do whatever the heck you want with it. As you work through the first draft, there are two important elements that I recommend you keep an eye on. Number one, word counts. You may be wondering what word count to shoot for as you begin your story. These will vary depending on your genre. So for sci-fi fantasy, I shoot for 80,000 to 90,000 words, but yours may be different. I recommend looking up the approximate word counts for your genre. These are not especially strict, but they should help you gauge whether you're on the right track as you work through the first draft. If you find you're going over or under the word count, don't worry, we'll address that in the next episode on revision work. The second element is conflict. Always, always, always pay attention to the conflict in your story. Not just the overarching conflict, but the individual conflicts that occur within each scene. I shouldn't even say that like they're two separate entities. Scenes are conflict. If a scene doesn't come together for you, focus on the conflict first, as that's often where the weakness lies. Specifically, you want to look for two key elements in your conflicts, intention and obstacle. Intention is what the character is trying to accomplish in the scene. Obstacle is what prevents it. If your scene lacks either of these elements, it's already failed. 
no amount of pretty descriptions or snappy dialogue or world building is going to fix that. Think of it this way. Would you rather read a scene where the main character was frolicking through a meadow or a scene where the main character was running through the meadow trying to escape a bear that's trying to maul him? Personally, I would pick the second one because that one has a clear intention and obstacle to the scene. The intention is survival. The obstacle is the angry bear. If you can break your scenes down into these elements, you will have a much easier time writing your first draft and every draft thereafter. So those are my tips for writing your first draft. Remember that writing should be fun, so if at any point you feel you're losing the spark or just plain lost in the manuscript, ask yourself what would make this story more fun for you and go from there. I'm confident those 80,000 words will fly by a lot faster than you think. I'm The Mediocre Writer, and thanks for listening.